The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And welcome, seekers. Hello, mystics. <laughs> Glad that you, keepers of the flame, present and future, have chosen to uh, join us today on The Open Door. This is the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters, and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett. Good, we're all here. We are. You know, there are many things that we each have that are unique to us. Our fingerprints, the iris in our eyes, uh, our DNA, our souls, there are probably more. But there's one that you might not initially or instantly think of, and that is, drumroll please, our story. What we want to do today is kind of approach the purpose behind this program, the reason for our, you know, wanting to do this for you and for ourselves every week. And that is that people don't care so much what we do or how we do it until they know why. This is what inspires us, what motivates us, what are we passionate about. And if we look at our life history, we can see perhaps a pattern of searching or there was something that we felt was missing, we felt disconnected, there was some, some emptiness that we knew needed to be filled, but we didn't quite know what it was. So, and I'll ask my cohorts here today at some point, maybe share some of their stories with us too, because this is a very important part of this process that we're all involved in, and this is what helps people understand what makes us tick and what makes us stick. <laughs> you know, so um, you want to... You want me to kick it off? Well, sure. You want to share a bit of your well, story? Uh, yeah. what, what, what brought you here? <clears throat> well, you know, uh, what comes to mind just as you're speaking is uh, I went through a, a actually a 12-year tw- a, a period where I, I didn't go to church. I didn't do anything. I was raised Episcopalian, and it was a, it was a wonderful raising of, you know, I, all glory to God and my mother and father for doing what they did, you mm-hmm. know, to get me up to, I would say, up to college, you know, that level. So, you, you felt well-launched. I felt well launched is a very good way to put it. Uh, but I did. <clears throat> I started entertaining professionally, and I just for one reason or another, I di- I didn't go to church for about twelve years. And now that I know a little bit about cycles and the cosmic clock and the twelve year cycles and things, I can see maybe I was just kind of settling things out. I was kind of clearing the board, so to speak, so that I was ready for something new. And my well, well, let me let me interrupt you for a second. <clears throat> While you're in that period of twelve years, were you aware that there was maybe a hole? I don't think I I don't think I was so much because I was so focused on my career, and I think maybe after I had spent a number of years in my career, um, maybe I began to start thinking. Now, what what are the answers to some of these other things in life that I haven't really thought about seriously up until now? And then that was when things started 
coming to me, so to speak. You know, uh-huh. an, an article in the Enquirer, you know, Gene Dixon, you know, uh, uh, Ruth Montgomery, uh, Edgar Casey, sure. one thing or another. So things were starting to come my way. And so it was starting to tweak a little something in me, yeah. which made me want to look even further. And then that's eventually how I got exposed to the teachings. Well, yeah, thank you for that. And, and I'm curious if there's a word that describes that searching. Was it like as, as, as dramatic as a hunger or just kind of an itch? Well, more, more like an itch because I, I didn't feel traumatized by the fact that I didn't have the teachings under my belt, so to speak. Would you say that you felt somehow there was a connection missing or something that was there, there were things missing yeah there were questions i had like for instance you know i wasn't raised with car with the knowledge of uh the understanding of karma and reincarnation mm-hmm. so those are two really big things that came across my path okay well you know like you i felt well launched as well i was raised catholic mm-hmm. oldest of four children and at a time this was you know late 40s early 50s where there's a lot of Great energy and things were burgeoning and the war was done and we're moving forward into an era of prosperity. And I think that what I was raised in was a sense of, of promise, of hope. But at some point I realized, wait, you know, I can say that that's in, in my equation, but I couldn't identify something more specific. So I thought, ah, I'm going to serve God in a deeper way. So I chose to become a seminarian to, you know, study to be a priest. <laughs> that lasted about two, two and a half years. Uh-huh. And as I was leaving that process, I remember my mother asking, she was very disappointed, why are you leaving? And I said, you know, and I didn't think about this before I said it, but I said, yeah, I think my God is bigger than the church. Mm. And that to me became my my touchstone because I realized that there was something I was looking for that I hadn't found that I felt was promised in the church. Something of the esoteric teachings were there, but there was more. So like you, I started off in a process of studying Buddhism and the I Ching, and I got my Transcendental Meditation Mantra, and I, you know, this and that, and all kinds you of You had a lot of things keeping you busy. A lot of things, but nothing ever felt complete to me. I kept right. thinking, well, there's more, there's more, there's right. more. And then one day, 1969, I remember it very clearly, somebody handed me the, the Unveiled Mysteries. Oh, yeah, it was my first book, too. Oh, my gosh, and I started to read that, and I could not put it down. Something in there that I didn't understand most of it, but I knew there was something in there for me that was an answer to what I was looking for. That led to a 26-year search. I didn't embrace these teachings until 1995 (laughs) when I went, oh, my gosh, the crazy cult makes sense. (laughs) These teachings have a meaning behind them that is so essential to my soul that I felt suddenly the emptiness that I was looking for, the emptiness I was trying to fill, was filled. And I mean, it was just remarkable, one of those paradigm uh, epiphanies, you know, the aha moment that we all look for. <laughs> this was my big aha, capital letters, underlined, exclamation point. Uh-huh. I was just so grateful at that point that I found these teachings, or they found me. So it was more of an, uh, more, when it was more of an itch to me, it was much more than that to you. It started it? out as an itch. Yeah. It became a compelling urge. Yeah. And then at one point, I, I couldn't deny it. It had a, I just had to do it. Yeah. What about you, Sid? I don't have much of a story, so I can skip this. <laughs> no. I'll bet you do. No. I, I think for me, it, it, I, I was impelled. Okay, mm. I, 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 it wasn't that I said to myself, "Oh, I know there's more." Maybe when I was older, I said that. But when I was young, I thought, this, "Something's not right here. It just doesn't feel right. Mm. I can't make sense of this." Yeah. And when you're too young, you don't, you can't really go much beyond that. But as I got to high school, I've got to make sense of this. I've got to find out. So I started reading books and so forth. But it's a, I had a sense that. Even going way back before I understood, even when I found these teachings, that I had something to do, 
And yeah, quite frankly, I better do it. <laughs> yeah. And <clears throat> I think this goes back to an understanding that we get not only from previous embodiments, but before we come to embodiment. And it doesn't matter what we've done in the past. We may have tremendous attainment, a great causal body, and so on and so forth. <clears throat> but we have to be able to recognize when something isn't right in our lives, when we come into embodiment, and to know when we find opportunity that we cannot let go of it. Well, now, you bring up something very interesting. This is a sense of unfinished business. Yeah. So talk about that a bit more. I mean, like, did it take shape? Did, it, did, you, did you know what it was? Or well, just I, a- I didn't, you know, of course, when, when we're speaking spiritually, it's always from the perspective of what's in it for me. Right. And there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that, okay? No. You know, you don't, I know I want to learn about reincarnation so I can do world service. No, I wanted to make sense of my life, which, I, which is very legitimate and right. appropriate going in. But I had this very strong sense, and I don't know whether the karmic board spoke to me sternly before I came to embodiment <laughs> or what, but said, look, this is your time. Don't get distracted. Don't let opportunity slip away. Stay focused. And even though I couldn't say that in words at the time when I was in high school or college or so forth, it was a compelling force in my being that I knew I had to find the truth, I knew I had to act on it, and I knew once I found the truth, I could not let go of it. Because, of course, if you look at the number of people that have encountered the teachings of Ascended Masters, even when Mrs. Prophet was alive, we're talking tens and tens of thousands. And how many just turned the other way and walked away? And I can't say every one of them was intended to be here and follow the path, but a great number of them were. So the failure to recognize opportunity and to act on it, not out of fear, but out of understanding and wisdom is what will get you where you want to go. In other words, when all is said and done, and I don't care if you're out there and you're 16 years old, life goes quickly. You may not think it does, but believe me, it, it really goes quickly. And this is the time, seek ye first the kingdom of God. So I think that's the understanding, even though I didn't have all the answers, certainly when I found these teachings, like you, Tom, I, I was trying to make sense of them, you know? Yeah. And yet something told me, these are true. Well, you brought up something very important in this process, and that is when I use the words unfinished business, there's another uh, term, I think, for that, which would be unfulfilled promise or unfulfilled purpose. Mm. We know that to make our ascensions, one of the prerequisites is that we fulfill our cause, our blueprint, our reason for being here, not just you know, balancing our threefold flame and 51% of our karma, but we have a reason for being here, a purpose to fulfill. Some of us feel so compelled to find that, to to solve that part of the equation that I know I'm here to do something. Lord, show me what it is. You know, that's true. And we have to be careful not to be caught up in the grandiose, okay? And I say that. For instance, um, I know a relative of mine recently had surgery, and this surgeon was extraordinary. That's all I can say. And he was, I'm sure he came from heaven with the mission to learn this surgery and how to perform it. He was an expert. Thank God he fulfilled his divine plan, mm-hmm. okay? So that's, that's part of his. Your divine plan may not be as specific as that. In other words, I can remember when I was about 12 years old, and I talked to my father, and I said, Dad, you know, I, I'm, you know I'm kind of sad. Well, why are you sad? You know, I, I can't really do anything. You know, I, I, I can't <laughs> sing. That's true to this day. I don't play a musical instrument. You know, I do pretty well in school, but I'm not outstanding. I'm not an athlete. You know, I was listening to things I can't do. <laughs> And, and he said, well, you've got one thing going for it. And I said, well, what's that? He said, you're seeking God. And oh, wow. I never forgot that because wow. 
you know, don't look for the flashy or the showy. That sometimes our path home can be kind of messy, especially when we're dealing with our karma. But in engendering or becoming the light, as you suggest, Tom, mm-hmm. every week when we begin this show, is the path for everyone. And even in doing that, you will change the face of this planet. And oh. that, you know, you may have a specific di- divine plan like the surgeon did, but you may also have one where it says, look, become the Christ and walk this earth as the Christ. And that's a divine plan we all have. And it's possible. Don't believe it's not. Well, you know, and if fluency were a sport, you'd be in the Hall of Fame, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Well, I, I, I want to be in well God's said. Hall of Fame. Nobody else's Hall of Fame, I, I'll tell you. I, I understand. I don't mean to, to cause you to blush, but I mean, I think that the skill set that we all come with is what we are constantly developing over time. And it doesn't really matter what we're good at. In our own minds, necessarily, it's what the others look at us and say, I wish I had what you have. But yeah. you know what? Sometimes God <laughs> gives you that skill because you're karma. Exactly. And that's the grace of God. And that's what keeps us all humble. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Well, you know, um, kind of go back a second to the, the basic premise here. The title of the show today, for any of you who may have looked at this through Voice America's system, is Driven to Serve. Before we end this segment, I want to say that one of the things that has come through to me again and again, and I think from my brothers here, and others in these teachings is that we understand that service to the truth, service to God is an essential part of the equation of our gaining our ascension, that eventually we will find our way there because we will be putting on the Christ. And driven to serve has two sides. Of course, the one you mentioned earlier, Sid, about the enlightened self-interest, that it's okay to be focused here because we understand that we, what's in it for me is an important part of that, that dialogue that we have with our with ourselves inside. The other part of this is basically moving forward, doing the best we can. Like you, I have often said, doing good because we know good, and we would do better if we knew better. One of the things that I really think is very important in, in this process of moving forward as an example to others is that we serve by being a humble example, by allowing ourselves to be used, is what I'm trying to say. And I don't know if you feel that way or not, but well, I think that I, I this think, is something we do. I don't know if we, we have time in this, this segment, but when we come back, I'd like to talk about the fact that God needs us. And that's an interesting concept. Well, let's, let's go to break with that question in mind, too. And also the part of this equation that we have to understand is, why do we feel empty? Why are we disconnected? Why are we not being taught? As you said, Terry, mm-hmm. karma, reincarnation. And why are we not being taught? We have this I am presence, this individualized manifestation of God within. Why are we not taught? We have the potential to be the Christ as Jesus taught. Things like that. So let's take a break. We'll come back in a few minutes and we'll explore those questions. Don't go away. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. 
On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door. Brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And yes, indeed, we are back. And today we're talking about the stories that we all can tell that are individual to us, that the things that have driven us to this point in our lives where we found the hem of the garment, where we've discovered the teachings of the Ascended Masters, what we do with it at that point. And if you've ever felt disconnected or empty and you wonder why and you want something good to do well you know god needs us i think i'm going to throw that one to you sid (laughs) (laughs) almost sounds like blasphemy doesn't it oh man (laughs) you know i think it's it's an understanding and again a perspective we bring on this planet we're supposed to be in charge in other words god and us is in charge on this planet and god will only intercede if we ask him to number one and then you have to think of the ascended masters. They're not in physical form. They can't. They don't have hands and feet in the physical level like we do. So they can't do certain things. And so God needs us. And what that says is not that we're you know special, but it's true in a way. We can control God in the sense that we control what happens on this planet. Yeah. And so when you have an understanding that God needs you as an individual to do things on this planet, doesn't it change your perspective on life? Doesn't it give you a purpose on life? And I got to tell you, I was watching, you know, the football game Sunday night, and there was a fan in the stands, okay? And he had all this, for those of you out of the United States, people dress up like their team, and sometimes it's a little ridiculous. But he had this outfit on, and it was cold, but his T-shirt didn't quite come down and cover his stomach, which was protruding to a great extent. <laughs> and um, I say that in a sense that, you know, he, he identified with this sports team. That was his life, you know. And I think how sad because the purpose God has is so much greater if we know who we are, that we have God within us. We can become the Christ. And in the process, we can serve God by helping the sons and daughters of God that we meet on the way. And that's why it's so important, you know, whether you work in a nursing home and help a person or whether you work with children or whatever you do in our society that betters it, 
you're serving God and you have a purpose. It's not just serving society. You are serving God and God needs you to do that. And so it gives you a great sense of self-esteem and knowledge. Well, then how can I do the greatest service to God is the next step. And of course, that's what the path of the ascended masters, the path of ascension are all about. The greatest gift you can give to God is to win your ascension. And to become the Christ, because as the Christ, you can help so many more people than you ever could at the physical level, so to speak. Well, indeed. And, you know, I think the premise of the point you're making is that we are aware of our divine nature. And I would I would put out there that it's the lack of awareness of our divine nature that has caused a lot of the emptiness, the confusion, the sense of disconnectedness, all those things that have kept us feeling apart from a higher source or something that is greater than us. And sometimes, you know, when people are beginning to feel uh, feel that in the extreme, uh, they'll simply <clears throat> unplug from whatever it is they're doing and just decide, maybe at somebody's suggestion, just decide to go down to the soup kitchen and serve meals to people. And then all of a sudden, what that does is that actually puts them into a whole new gear. Yeah. And and uh, it opens the heart. It opens the heart. Exactly. That's right. And it opens they, the heart. They and they begin to serve the God in other people. You know, they're they're beginning to sense whether they say it to themselves or not. There is God in me that needs to do more, and they're serving. And so they're starting this figure eight flow, and they see the joy in the faces of these people who have gotten a free meal. Oh, indeed. You know, I can tell you when I started doing that many years ago. My first reaction was, there but for the grace of God go I. And I I say that with all sincerity. And, you know, in terms of humility, oh, God needs me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, you know, let's keep humble about this. We are the instruments of God and use God's light and energy to serve him. But I heard an interesting comment in a service we had recently on how humble the ascended masters are. Isn't that an interesting concept? And so the path of humility is the path of the Christ. It's not a path of passivity, but it's a path of humility and service. And as you suggest, Tom, and you, Terry, the joy of service. And the joy of service can be as little as, you know, helping someone cross the street. Or it can be an instrument of God when you prepare yourself. And it takes preparation to hold light and to be the instrument of God that can make a difference on this planet. You know, one more thing. Well, it takes continuity as well. Yeah. Jesus, by his physical presence on earth, changed the entire planet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Physically, it changed it. Right. So, wow. who knows what you can do as you put on the light and the greater service. You can make a difference in the world. Yeah. A, a huge and meaningful difference and a permanent difference. You know, I, this is a bit of a left turn alert. <laughs> You're allowed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when we were talking about how we kind of came to these teachings in this embodiment, we threw out a few things, you know, our Episcopalian background or uh, you was it you what Southern Baptist Assembly of God Assembly of God oh yeah, yeah. you know me the Catholic Church mm-hmm. and then after that where do we go we went into Buddhism went into yoga went into meditation of various kinds we did the I Ching we did who knows what it's so difficult sometimes to discern from all the choices out there what's the best path to take and I want to bring this point up because when you feel that hunger sometimes you can be led into a blind alley or someplace that doesn't seem to be right. What I want to say is that when my crazy quilt suddenly made sense, <laughs> everything that I had done made sense. The right decisions and the wrong ones, too, were all, I felt, part of what led me to an understanding. That, that can happen, Tom, I agree. But sometimes what happens is people, as they go, that they'll find a teaching that, you know, false teachings can be 99% correct. I know. And so because they believe the 99%, they get stuck and they get hooked. And I can tell you, when I found these the teachings of Ascended Masters, 
we were, I was going to the library with a friend of mine to find a book on another teaching, which I knew nothing about. And he eventually got that book. And every time he read it, I got a headache. So that kind of led me to believe this, maybe this wasn't <laughs> the one for me, you know. Yeah. And so that discernment is a really important thing yeah. because, you know, yes, people go from teaching to teaching. And that, that's part of the path for many people. But I've got to tell you, I have two sisters that have been in these teachings almost as long as I have. They were not seeking at all. And when I found these teachings, I told them about it, they said, oh, that makes sense. And, <laughs> and they've been on this path for 30 years. I should love it. So, so you know, it works both ways. Yeah. But I'm just, what I'm saying is, if you're in a teaching, um, and some teachings have value for people, and sometimes the leaders are very sincere, sometimes they're not. Sometimes it's a false teaching. But, you know, this is where discernment comes in. And the path of the Ascended Masters is the quickest way home to God. Where did you find the teachings for the first time? In a library. In a library. Yeah. How about you, Terry? Uh, I found them in a, in a health food store. Good. I was in a bookstore. I think I told you the story before, but just really quickly, I reached up to a very high shelf <laughs> in the Smith Family Bookstore, used book section, looking at, I thought I saw a title that said something to me. I don't remember what it was. I pulled the book out, and there were four books on top stacked sideways that fell on my head. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I think they, in fact, they hit me in the third eye. I mean, they went right, oh I mean, right facial. Wow. I thought, okay, I'm supposed to read these books. <laughs> Even you caught on to that clue, yeah, Tom. Yeah, good for as you. As hard-headed as I am, as I said, it took me 26 years to get through my pride to come back to the mass and say, okay, thank you for knocking. Here I am yeah. opening the door. But the point I want to make is that we all kind of come to these teachings seemingly at random. Yeah. Maybe even sometimes by accident, but there are no accidents. No. It happens on And purpose. I got to tell you, you, you typically get three chances in an embodiment. Mm -hmm. The masters will come to you three times. And after the third time, if you reject them again, then they won't come anymore in that embodiment. Now, you can still seek them out, but generally we get three chances. And, you know, I think if maybe it's an appropriate place to talk about opportunity here, Tom. Sure. You know, God's laws are God's laws, you know, and God is a God of love, but the law of karma and reincarnation and cycles and so forth, you know, state that when opportunity comes, we have to take advantage of it because we don't know when it's coming again. The gates are wide open, as they say. I think there's a hymn that says that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Holy sure City or something. Yeah. And, and this is the time when the gates are wide open, when we have the tools, we have the violet flame, and we have a place where we can practice our religion in freedom. You know, we won't be put in jail for it or persecuted or whatever, you know, hopefully. So seize the opportunity, not in a panic or out of fear, or out of I better do this or else, but out of love of God and a recognition that the opportunity is there, and you want to take that next step, no matter how small it is, in your wisdom, in your understanding, and in garnering light about your being, which is what it's all about. And that is probably the best way to connect the dots. Because what we're talking about, again, today is that the problem, if you will, is feeling disconnected, empty, unfulfilled, incomplete. The cause of that is God is not in the equation. For whatever reason, we were not either raised in a way that we understood the real true nature of cosmic law and karma and reincarnation, etc. And what do we do? What's the next step, the next choice is to put God back in the equation. However we choose to do that, as you're saying, Sid, and we, all, we talk about this, one of the ways is, of course, to embrace a path. And in this case, the path is the teachings of the Ascended Masters. With the, by God's grace, the opportunity we were given to answer the door when the knock was there is a great grace. And now it's what we do with it after that that continues our path home to the heart of God. And yeah. You know, 
the masters have said the opportunity we have today has not been on the planet Earth for thousands, thousands of, of years. years yeah. Okay, wow. so that's just the reality of it. Going back, you know, it's because of the karma of the Earth and the karma of us individually. But you know, Jesus bought us these two thousand years by taking our karma for that period, and now you know the door is open. And you know, yeah. again, you you can you do this incrementally. You don't jump in. I mean, some people jump in, but you have to have a foundation to go forward. And I just want to utter one word of caution here. We have had people that come and pursue the Teachers Center Masters for many years, and on the outer, they do everything that the teachings have. But they have failed to connect at the level of the heart. And this is from loving God, spending time with God, you know, praising God, whatever it is. You know, In other words, you can have the outer accoutrements of the path and not be connected. And so that's why you don't rush this thing, why you take it one step at a time. It begins with loving God and say, God, okay, here I am. I have turned around. Mm -hmm. I'm coming home. (laughs) What do I do now? And what's the next (laughs) step? And, of course, the opening of the heart is key to whatever you do. And we can't stress that enough. Opening the heart is the key to whatever we do. Well, let's take a short break here. When we come back, we'll talk about how do we put God back in the equation What are some of the alternatives? What are some of the choices? What are some of the steps we can take to make that a permanent part of our path? So when we come back, we'll talk more about getting home to God. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free, no login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a Keeper of the Flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. This is the 7th Wave Channel. 
on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back again, and hope you're back again with us. Thank you for staying here. We're on The Open Door, the uh, online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we always talk about the teachings of the Ascended Masters. And today we're putting the teachings into a specific equation Starting out by talking about the thing that drove us to the feet of the masters, things that drove us to find the truth, to seek the truth. And whatever it was, it was a sense of disconnect, a sense of being unfulfilled, emptiness, just an itch, an urge, whatever. You had to find the answer. And the cause perhaps behind looking for this was because something was not given to us as children or we weren't taught this in school or for whatever reason, we weren't given a sense of the true dimension of our being that we are indeed God's in becoming, and we have the potential to be the Christ as Jesus taught us. So we look at these things that we could have learned, we wanted to learn that we needed to, to find these pieces of the puzzle, if you will, to fulfill this magic tapestry that would take us home. So now, what we are talking about specifically are the teachings of the Ascended Masters, and that for us is the key that we, that we were looking for that gave us the roadmap home. This is the thing that incorporates heart, cosmic law, cosmic accountability, karma, reincarnation, all those things. So let's talk a bit about what it is now that we can do to put God back in the equation. How do we make this a permanent part of our lives? You know, I think, you know, studying the teachings is a key part of this. And, And here's why I say that. I had many misconceptions about the spiritual path, to put it mildly. You know, <laughs> this is how I thought God should do it, you know, you know, from, from glory to glory, so to speak. Yeah. Well, God had a different idea, and I had the case, you know, there's a, there's a, you know, there's sweet in the mouth and bitter in the belly. It's just from the Bible. Is initially, you know, when I was young, I had some very profound ex- spiritual experiences, and then they stopped. You know, I thought, what's going on here, God? This is, we're supposed to be building on these, you know. <laughs> and what happens is God gives you a taste. And then he withdraws to a certain extent. And so by studying the teachings of the Ascended Masters, what, one of the main things that helped me is understanding the spiritual path. Because what happens is if you don't understand it, the first time something comes along that isn't all pleasant and wonderful, you say, well, this isn't working. You know, these teachings I'm, I'm aren't out true. Of here, yeah. yeah, I'm out of here. And so by studying the teachings, you can understand every person on a spiritual path has dry periods. Every person goes through times when they don't feel like God is there, God is not hearing me, I have all these problems in my life, you promised you'd help me, God, what's going on, you know? And I can testify, in my life, when when that happened to the extreme, the purpose was, I was holding something back from God, and I didn't see mm. that, you know? And so, I almost would, would I take God's promise and say, look, you made this promise and you're not fulfilling it. Um, you know, which I don't necessarily recommend that as a spiritual <laughs> path. But what happened was I finally gave the realization that God was using the circumstances to teach me something, a hard lesson, but an important one. So if you if you can understand that, it's not like you go through periods where you say the teachings aren't working. It's because God is testing us. He's helping us. He's working us. So this is a path that is work. And it really is work, getting through your karma, getting through your misconceptions and so forth. But I also have to say that when you trust God and the will of God, and you take God's hand or the hand of what, whether it's Jesus or whatever ascended master you're comfortable with, they will take you the shortest way back home. Yeah. 
and the way that you can go. And if you have questions, talk to your brother or sister about them. Gee, this is what I've experienced. Have you ever experienced that or do you know that or anything in the teachings? There's a there's a tremendous body of God of knowledge out there, not only about the path, but spirituality. And, you know, listening to some of the teachings <clears throat> Uh, Mrs. Prophet, I used to love the ones of the Bible, you know, to understanding the inner meanings of the Bible stories oh, gotcha. and the souls involved and so forth. And you get a glimpse of your own soul, the very long journey you've taken and how you ended up here and the opportunity. And you say, well, by the grace of God, I have this opportunity. I'm going to balance my karma and I'm going to put aside all this other nonsense. I mean, we can, you can spend embodiment after embodiment and he said, she said type of living. And a lot of people do that. But this is the time to put it aside, take the incremental steps you need, and day by day, God will be with you. I can't promise it's going to be easy because that's the only way progress happens sometimes. But the rewards and the time when you experience the presence of God, when you feel his light flowing through you that you've never felt before, it, it's, it's, it's bliss. It's heaven. Well, if you feel yourself being tested, that's a good thing. I mean, God chastises those he loves. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's why so few people have the courage to pursue the spiritual path. And it's not all negative, you know. I mean, it's just you come in times when God wants you to learn something to take the next step, just like in school. You know, this is hard. Or you're an apprentice to learn machining, you know. Well, you know, if, and if we run away at the first sign of difficulty, what does it say about us? I mean, we have to have a certain degree of determination to get through these things. Yeah, and know that God loves you beyond your, your ability to even comprehend it. And then my father's house are many mansions. Yeah. And if it were not so, I wouldn't say so. You know? you know, there's another point too that comes up again and again in our conversations. And this is that there are no accidents. This opportunity, this moment in time will never be repeated. And the fact that you listening are here right now is not an accident. The fact that we're here right now fulfilling our karmic responsibility <laughs> is not an accident right now. I mean, this is, again, going back to the title of this show, Driven to Serve. We understand something here that has to happen. We've got to be able to have the fortitude to get through it, the strength, the courage, the humility, the love to get through these trials and tests and whatever comes to us. The masters often say, may you pass all your tests. Yeah. And that's what it is. What are uh, what are some of the... Uh, <clears throat> What are some of the books that can come off the shelf and hit us in the head uh, oh my. like like you experienced? Uh, and I'll just throw one out there to begin with. Uh, I, I think what I started reading right to begin with when I first found the teachings were uh, the weekly pearls of wisdom. And I don't know exactly what the cycle is now and what you know what things cost and what's available and one thing or another. But the, the pearls of wisdom were at that time were mailed, I think, weekly and they were free. Uh, I think there's a fee for them now, but, you know, we don't do so much. We do it a lot electronically now, so well, they're available how, how, that way. How's this? TSL.org slash free pearls. Okay, well, there you go. If you go, and anybody listening now or on the archive shows, TSL.org slash forward slash free pearls. Go all, there. All one word, free pearls. Free pearls. Yeah. Free online pearls. You, know, you get set up in the introductory course, the, you know, the whole soul, story of your soul, the Chill on the path, and and you will. What you will do is you will begin to read things that are exactly right for you at the time. I mean, we, before the program started today, I was saying that <laughs> how the, many levels of meaning that are there? <laughs> the pearls of wisdom supposedly are written on so many levels. Forty nine is one number I yeah. heard, but so you will hear and you will read exactly what you need for that moment. And so I would encourage our listeners to to I've, take a bite out of that actually, cake. TSL.org slash free, free pearls. <laughs> Sydney's waving. He's got something to say. <laughs> you know, I, I just want to say here, 
do not pursue these teachings because we suggest you pursue them. Pursue them because you have that hunger. You have that desire to know more. And our relationship is one-on-one with God. And that's what Mrs. Prophet always taught. You know, Mrs. Prophet is not going to pull us up into heaven. We have to get there ourselves. And so for you that are looking at these teachings, allow yourself the freedom to study them, to experience them, to experiment with them, if you will, and give yourself a fair opportunity. Give yourself the opportunity for God to show you, not for us to show you, but for God to show you that this is the path you pursue. Because unless you feel that impetus from God, it's it's not going to last. No, but we do recommend these highly. Yeah, well, you, you study. You need <laughs> yes, to study. Yes, exactly. okay, we recommend it highly. Okay, <laughs> of course. And um, because I could never have made it this far, which... How far that is, I don't know, but I could never have made it this far without the understanding and the wisdom that the teachings of the Ascended Masters have brought to me yeah. in terms of who I am, really understanding who I am. I'm not this, you know, you know, Pond scum. 200 pounds, <laughs> pounds of, of, you know, what is it, 80% water or 90%? No, I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's a vehicle, but that's not who I am. No, right. and, and, and so on and so forth. So setting the teachings are key to gaining that wisdom understanding and then applying them. This is a do-it-yourself project. Yes, it's not just intellectual knowledge. No. It's applying them. And the that's, that's your job. And God will work with you. And the masters will work with you. Indeed. And it's amazing what can happen. The stories that people have told about how th- their lives have suddenly, uh, you know, gone a different direction or God has spoken to them in a certain way. So give God the chance to speak to you. Well, the God, the masters, the angels, they're waiting, just waiting for us to say yes. By the way, I uh, should have put my glasses on because I made a little boo-boo. Uh-oh. It's tsl.org slash free e-pearls. Oh, okay. So if you happen to write that down and you're writing it down fast, make sure the E is there. Because these are online pearls. They are free. You can go in and start getting them all the time, and you'll love them, as Terry said. Yeah. These, these, these are the master's voice. And, and you know, as you're, and just one more thing, if I yeah. tell you. As you're studying these teachings, if, if something is different from what you've always believed or you don't understand it, just put it on the shelf for a while. In other words, you know, I, I mean, it took me a while to really grasp what the violet flame was. So I had to put it up there and say, you know, I, I hear it's mm. good, but I really don't get it, so to speak. And so anything like that that's, that's hard for you, just put it on a shelf and, until you have the opportunity to pursue it and, and um, understand more. So don't just close the door if one little thing is different than what you're used to. Well, and, and you know, I wanted, what I want to throw in is that the fact that Mark Prophet even did the same thing. When, he was, when El Moria first came to him and, and told him he wanted him to become a, a messenger, you know, Mark wasn't ready for it. So Mark, in a sense, put it on the shelf because he had to go through some sort of a period of time where he agonized until the moment was right. And then he had and, to go back and knock and pretty he, hard. He had to knock and pursue <laughs> the master then yeah. to, uh, to to take up that uh, that yeah. mission. Because they will withdraw if you if you say I don't want it now. They respect they, free they, will. They, they yeah, respect you, free will. As you wish, my son. I think yeah. was uh, what Moria said. Yeah. So what's another good way to put God back in the equation, especially for young people? Maybe the ascended master's teachings aren't something that they would necessarily want to gravitate to, but what could they gravitate to that would make a difference? Meditation. Well, I think everybody is different, yeah. um, but I think it's just seeking God, uh, talking to God. Talking, you know, it's feeling God in your life that's going to make a difference. Well, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I think that's exactly where I was going with that, too, is that you start the conversation. Hello, God, let's talk. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. I mean, and as I simple that, as that is. And circumstances will change. Uh, uh, like, 
I don't know, maybe you'll quit hanging with certain people and you'll start hanging with other people. Uh, and that might that might help you get more onto a God path, you know. You know, and, and you know, God, I'm not sure what to do now. You know, is this the right decision? If it's not, or if I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing, please make it clear to me. I yeah. mean, yeah. it's legitimate to talk to God, to your I am presence, your holy Christ self, and a master if you want. And obviously, it's a respectful talk, but you can be honest. I've always tried to be honest with God. God, this is what I'm feeling. I don't like it that I'm feeling this, but that's the reality. So can you help me to either overcome it or understand it or whatever it is. Well, even yeah. Jimmy Stewart, he had he had to go back to that same place on the, you know, it's a wonderful life. He went back to that same place on the bridge and, oh, yeah. and bowed his head in prayer and very humbly said, God, show me what's going on here. I, I want my life back. Well, what I want to, yes, and what, what I want to add to that is that in answer to the question of what you can do is have a roadmap, have a plan, have an outline, have a blueprint, have something that will help you to get from point A to point B, et cetera. And at the, uh, we're going to take a little break right now. We'll come back in a couple of minutes. We'll talk about what that roadmap might look like. One of the options is becoming a keeper of the flame. And we'll give you a, um, a link, if you will, to a free online peek at the Keepers of the Flame lessons. You're going to like it a lot if you haven't already been introduced to it. But things like that can be done. These are little helpful things that put in your toolbox and uh, use them. Anyway, we're going to take a break right now. We'll be back in a couple of minutes, so please stay with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, Go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And once again, for our final round, we are back. You're listening to The Open Door, where today we're talking about this whole process that we have been engaged in, our, our, our trip to the altar, if you will. Um, the stories that we've told today, we just kind of shared a bit of our path are unique to us. Your story is unique to you. But we hope you understand that what we're trying to say here is that there are options that you can experience, um, options that you can take advantage of that are unique and wonderful 
And the one that we have chosen, the one that we embrace, the one that we propose is the teachings of the Ascended Masters. And among other things, among many other things, these teachings are reliable, they're practical, they're proven, they're trusted, they're priceless, they're universal. And in a nutshell, they work if you put them to work. They're not something that you simply absorb. You've got to basically decide to participate. Is that fair? It is. Uh, life is not a spectator sport, as right. our El Moria says, in spite of the fact I watch football on Sunday nights. <laughs> um, but it's, it's seeing the whole equation. Mm-hmm. There are pitfalls on the path where people will stumble, where they'll fall, where they'll make an assumption that's not true, where the forces of darkness will lead them astray. And, you know, if we could make it on our own, we would have made it by now. I mean, that's the truth. Yeah. And so we need guides. We need help people to help us and show us the way. They don't do it for us, but they, they give us a wisdom and understanding so that when these tests come or the pitfalls or whatever occurs to you, okay, I understand what's happening in my life right now. This is what we've been taught to do, and I'm going to do it. And you just keeping on sometimes is, is key to making progress on the path. And, and what happens is for many of us, we always come back to the point on the path where we failed before. And what happens, as I think we shared with you on other shows, is people will reach that path sometimes multiple point multiple times in different embodiments, and they have a momentum of failure on that embodiment. And so oh, on that point. On that point. Yeah. And so they fail again. So when you come to this this testing, um, you know, when you have the teachings of the masters, you are prepared. And, you know, it's it's a lot easier, so to speak, to get through that particular test. This is such an important point. Preparation. You know, I mean, you're putting on the armor. You're getting yourself ready to walk through the minefield. Yeah. You know, I mean, I really can't say strongly enough how important this point is, is that this path is a path of preparation. St. Germain's marching song for the Boy Scouts, Be Prepared. Well, um, you know. I mean, it, it's a number of different things, of course, yeah. but I think this is a really, really important point, is that we daily put on the armor. We daily put on the defense against the dark forces. We Whatever it is that is in opposition to our... Ascension. Yeah. And there is opposition. Oh, my gosh. Because the <laughs> fallen angels are threatened when any one person becomes the Christ. Why do you think they put Jesus to death? You know, because he was, needless to say, a threat to them. You know, John the Baptist, they cut off his head. Yeah. You know, and so what we have with the protection of Archangel Michael, and we can always be safe and secure in that of our families, but you need, again, to exercise that. And it's a, as you suggest, Tom, it's a daily activity. It's not a periodic activity. It's a daily activity. It's like if I didn't shave, I'd have a long beard, wouldn't I? Okay? <laughs> so I shave every day or I look, maybe you're supposed to look scruffy these days. I don't know. No. But in other words, it's a daily path. You get it into your routine. It becomes part of your life. And this is, this is how you make it in one embodiment. Mm-hmm. And you use the violet flame. You know, many great souls that have done tremendous things on this planet pass from the screen of life. And they're welcomed in heaven as, with all they've done, but they can't make their ascension simply because they didn't know about the violet flame. And they still have karma that has to be balanced. And so they have to re-embody. So the use of the violet flame, this tremendous gift from St. Germain, is key for every one of us. Let's put in a plug right here. Violetflame.com is a great website. You can take part in a global marathon if you want. The, I mean, there's a vigil. I mean, there's all kinds of wonderful options, things to do. wonderful things yeah. here. Yeah, violetflame.com. And by the way, I want to, before I forget, because I'll try to do this again before the end of the hour, tsl.org slash free 
ePearls, and also the one that I promised the close of the last segment is tsl.org slash keepers. Just go there, take a look at the introductory lesson. There's a lot of dimensions to this. There's video and audio and written materials. And I don't think you have to register to see the first one, do you? I don't believe so. I think it's free. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't yeah, have you to give me your name. You can go there. But And the pearls, the online pearls, are always free. Yeah. You, you know what I want to throw out for any anybody that may be a new listener to our program is the fact that the, the Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West. And West, yes. East and West who have mastered whatever it was that they needed to master and return back to the heart of God and the great central sun. Through their ascension. Through their ascension. And so if you study the lives of the saints, oh my gosh, yeah, you'll get a good in- indication of exactly what exits to take on the freeway and which freeways to travel. Well, you make a great point. I mean, this is the teachings that ascended masters are following in their footsteps. Yes. They have proven this pathway home. They're saying, Follow us. And so, every test we have, they've won and overcome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what makes what we're talking about on our little show uh, <laughs> so universal, is well, that these, these are the ascended masters yeah. from east and west, from all over the planet. The major religions. The, all through the ages. Yeah, that universality is a very important thing, too, because that does bring the best of all mm-hmm. into this, into view, if you will. It's like I could never connect with the worldly Buddhism because I didn't feel enough of God in it. But when I understood the true teachings of Buddhism through Gautama Buddha, as he's, give, he's taught us and as an ascended mm-hmm. being, it's changed my entire perspective on Buddhism and other religions as well. I want to make one comment, interject here before I forget is, don't be overwhelmed. <laughs> I mean, after 40 years in the path, I'm still a little overwhelmed, you know, by the <laughs> abundance of light and teaching and love. Take, you know, take it a bit at a time. Take it bite size, what you can handle. God is very happy with that. And, you know, take it in increments and steps as, as you want to pursue this and as the flame in your heart, you know, compels you to do it. Um, because that's how we all make progress. It's one step at a time. It's not, you know, jumping ahead 100 miles. It's, it's one walk, one step to get there. And well, it's a joy. Of, and it's, it's joyful. And it's, it's not necessarily measured out the same every day. I mean, sometimes we leap, sometimes we creep. Yeah. But we are still making progress. As long as we continue to prepare, we continue to create and sustain that momentum. And as, you know, I've used this quote, but it's one of my favorite. El Moria says, you only have to get up one more time than you <laughs> fall down to make your ascension. That's right. Yeah. Well, you know, today's show was titled, again, Driven to Serve. And I want to make this point because it's an obvious one. But nonetheless, when we want, the best way to get what we want is to give others what they want. Yeah. You know, I mean, to really be in humble service to people and to the path. As you said earlier, Sid, we don't. We're not telling you to do this. We're recommending this as an opportunity, as a choice that you might consider. This is an option, these teachings. But, you know, this is enlightened self-interest also, and we are our brothers and sisters keepers. So the helping others to find God is a noble and necessary you know, job. I, I, as you know, I came out of a Pentecostal church, and one of the hymns that, you know, I love was when the role is called up yonder, I'll be there. And, you know, we want you to be there. Yeah. We're brothers and sisters, and we don't want you to toil another 10,000 years on planet Earth if you don't have to, if God has a divine plan for this embodiment for you. Yeah. And we don't either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, again, I just want to re- kind of recap real quickly here before we sign off. It's amazing how these hours just go so fast. That we're, we're talking about something that in the world is what drives us. 
it takes many forms, but it's a hunger, it's an itch, it's an urge, and we, we put many words on it. But nonetheless, we came to this point in our lives by virtue of the fact that we had something that we needed to fulfill, something we sensed was incomplete, something that we knew was a purpose-driven kind of issue. Then we realized as we, as we learn as we go that what caused that to happen was that we were not being given access to all the information that we could have been, cosmic law, karma, reincarnation, alchemy, I mean – on and on, the teachings of the ascended masters. So the the cure for that is to put God back in the equation, however that feels right to you. And then if you do feel that rightness as we do, you find the roadmap. You find this equation, which is in our case, the ascended masters teach us how to get from where we are, home to the heart of God in the most expeditious manner possible. Put your your hand in the hand of God and let him lead you. And stay in touch with us. Oh, uh, yeah, we please are, do. We are at webradio at tsl.org, webradio at tsl.org, and we love you. Indeed, and I want to mention those two little um, links one more time. If you want to get online pearls for the rest of your life, start here, tsl.org slash free e-pearls. And to look at the Keepers of the Flame lessons, because you'll love this. It's a great roadmap, tsl.org slash Keepers. Just type that in and go where it takes you. And in the meantime, though we um, we, we know better, <laughs> though the upper path may sometimes be difficult and challenging and testing, at the end of the day, we know that the rewards are out of this world. Thanks, everyone. God bless you. We'll be back. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.